Hey everyone, welcome back to the TaylorMade Podcast. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that we are proud members of the Applaudable Podcast Network. So please head over to applaudable.net and check out all the other amazing creators on our network. And so, without further gilding the lily and with no more ado, I present to you this week's episode. Welcome back everyone to another episode of the TaylorMade Podcast brought to you by the Taylors. This week... Like we said last week, we're going to be going through sort of um, how we organise our money in a way. Yeah, so if you didn't listen to last week's episode, if you're finding this one on its own, uh, last week we talked about our specific money hang-ups and not stories we tell ourselves around money, but like what... How we feel about it kind yeah, of thing. How we've used it in the past, struggles we've had with it that kind of caused us to struggle a little bit in managing our money when mm. we first got together. Yeah. So. This episode is the partner episode to that. Now we're talking about how we actually, you know, have built our system to manage our money effectively, understanding each other's hangups and trying our best not to trigger them. Yeah. So, yeah, basically our system is very much inspired by the Barefoot Investor system, but we by no means follow it strictly because I find it to be a little bit too, comp- I think, overcomplicated in some ways. Yeah, I um, definitely felt that when I when I, when we listened to the audiobook together, it was very complicated. But also that system is very much, it assumes that you get a regular salary every single week, your income doesn't vary at all, which is not the case. It was only the case for us for a very short amount of time while we were travel agents. Yeah. Uh, but all of the rest of the time we've been together, we've had very inconsistent income. We've either been working casually or working full-time but with varying hours and and currently we're working both as freelancers so yeah, again so <laughs> sometimes there's lots of money sometimes there's not, not so, much. so much so it's based loosely on scott pape system and i definitely recommend that book it was really good and really helpful just to help us see the logic of putting all of our money in together not having separate accounts that our pays go into and then putting it into a joint account all of our money just pulls into one account to begin with. Yeah. Which makes life really simple because then we know exactly how much we have and can divvy it up from there. Mm. So yeah, if you haven't read The Barefoot Investor, I really enjoy the audiobook, especially if you like Aussie accents. If you're listening to this because you enjoy Aussie accents, then you will love Scott's accent. He's very Ocker very Aussie. Aussie. Yeah. yeah. Very Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's Definitely. really good. But you can also, and he has one for families as well, if you've got kids, um, but we just use the, just the standard one. Yeah. I think the system works any way you do it, but I haven't read the families one, so might be worth a look. Yeah. If you read that one, let us know what it's like. Yeah. And you also were really influenced by Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, definitely. I didn't enjoy Rich Dad, Poor Dad as much because it was very much focused on building your wealth yeah. it wasn't so much on just learning to manage your money and how to function as definitely. someone who earns money definitely it was very much focused on becoming rich yeah which yeah. is something that i liked about the barefoot investor was yeah. he definitely went through the basics a bit more something i would like to implement from his system that we haven't as yet is the regular money dates yeah but as we'll talk about further into this episode the reason we don't do that is so that Adam's hang-ups don't get too triggered. Yeah. So yeah, just to start off our system, like I said, it 
pulls all into one account to begin with. This was when we were working for employers and we were getting paychecks. From there, we then have that account that the money goes into be our bill account. So we never, ever have a bill overdraw our account anymore (laughs) because we know when they're coming out and there's always money in that account because that is where it gets pulled into. And we know exactly how much needs to go into that account every single week. Yeah. And that covers everything. Yeah, because we know exactly how many bills we have. If we add a bill to it, we add that onto how much money needs to be kept in that account. And it stays there like that. That includes, so like the money in there banks up. So we put in a certain amount per week towards our rego because we only have one car. Yep. Um, And the rent goes in there, obviously. And any big bills. Power bill, phone bill. Mm -hmm. um, When we had Netflix, Disney Plus and all that, they were all in there. Yeah. Car insurance, all that sort of stuff. Anything Mm -hmm. that can be direct debited out of your account. That's in that account. Yeah, exactly. We call it the direct debits account. Yeah. And then from there, we have our everyday spending account. Um, so this is where we take a certain amount of money from the direct debits account because that's where our money gets put into. Yep. And we put it into an account that has a debit card that we keep in our wallets. Yeah. Um, and and that's, that's what we spend money out of. So that's like for food, for fuel, mm. all that kind of thing. So one way to think about it is fixed and variable expenses. Yeah. So we have fixed expenses that come out of the direct debits account and then we have variable expenses that come out of everyday spending, but we have a certain amount that we are allowed to spend. Yeah, every single week. And something that I found super helpful is trying to think of ways to make variable expenses fixed expenses. So for example, for our cats, we get the same kind of cat food Um, We have fell away, which is something that helps them calm down and not fight. (laughs) And their medicine and stuff, their worming, that sort of thing, we all get from one site and it gets shipped at a certain interval every month or two months, depending on how much food they get. Um, So we worked out how much they eat in a certain amount of time and we worked it out and now that gets direct debited instead of being a variable expense. That's one example of changing something that we would just go and buy the cat food whenever it ran out but now we have it so that it gets direct debited and shipped to us so that then it just it's, shows up. it's always there yep. we never run out we don't have to think about it it's and more automated. importantly we don't have to go and get it yes that's the more important part because <laughs> i'm real lazy <laughs> um and then also for savings when we can we based on that budget of our fixed and variable expenses we work out what the surplus is we have a certain amount each that we get to spend on whatever we want and then the rest gets put into savings towards either something or towards our emergency fund. So we actually have our emergency fund um, in place now. So Mm -hmm. now the money that gets put aside is for savings, specifically for bigger things. Like at the moment, we're using our savings to do that backyard project. Yeah, and to um, get the things that we needed to start the business, all that kind of thing. We use that money for... We have been using our savings for funding parts of the business. Yeah, Yeah, Because we've needed to. Yeah, so yeah, that's our system in a nutshell because uh, I think if you have read The Barefoot Investor you'll know that he has a couple of other accounts in there and he recommends naming them and we that did work for us for a little while but he bases that all off percentages and unfortunately when you don't earn a regular income percentages don't work. No. He says that your housing shouldn't be any more than 30% of your income 
I actually, even people who are on regular salaries, I don't know many people who that is the case for, mm. um, which is how he leads into, because he is the barefoot investor, he does talk about growing your wealth in the last section of the book, but you've got to get all of his basics set up and your emergency fund done to then, to then yeah. be able to do that, which is why his system is really good. He doesn't just assume that you're already good at managing your money. Yeah, he kind of assumes that you have no idea what you're doing, yeah. which is great. And he says that at the beginning. He says people aren't taught how to manage our money. You know, no, we, and, we get, yeah. um, uh, what was it, the little Commonwealth, was it like the Vegemite? The Dolomites. The Dolomites, yeah. Thing. Yeah, I remember um, them. <laughs> so we basically we're kind of brainwashed to just go with the bank that our parents went with and not yeah. think about what the best deal is for us and you know, fees and that sort of thing. So he definitely encourages you to explore other options as well. Yeah. So yeah, I I think that was definitely a really good book for us that really helped for getting our system set up. So just to touch on why we don't didn't implement his whole system, one, like I said, we don't get a regular income, but also because of our specific money hang-ups, it wasn't practical to implement the whole system because... Just yet. Some of the ways he did it made it too easy to just grab our, our spare money to use for spending and self-soothing. Yeah. And Which did happen. Because yeah. we did we did try to go hard on it. Yeah. And that did happen. Yeah. The other thing that he says is to pay off debt straight away. So I definitely credit his way of creating that fixed expenses and the spending money and all of the rest of it. That was definitely instrumental in us paying off our credit card. 100%. Um, even after we had been made redundant, we yeah. were still able to make regular payments to get it paid off. So yeah. definitely he, he knows what he's talking about, but you just have to kind of tweak it to suit you. Yeah, exactly. And when we were travel agents, we were getting a fixed income. It, w- it worked really well for mm, us. Mm. Now it doesn't. No. And we've had to change it. So yeah, also the money dates, I think you've mentioned in a podcast before, you don't like looking at the bank account and thinking about the money because it hugely increases your stress. Like even as we were talking about doing these episodes, you were saying I need you to take... To take the lead on them because I can already feel stressed about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Just thinking about it for too long. Mm -hmm. And it's not a good place for us to be when we are trying to focus on, you know, the money is important and we want to make more money but we want to do it in a way where we feel in control we don't want to any longer be working for a boss we want to build our own business which means possibly you know foregoing the security of having regular income which is something that you've been struggling with yeah definitely and i think it's actually a mark of how much you trust me that you're letting me almost completely manage the money Mm -hmm. because i am a spend a spend is it a spendthrift is that a spendthrift the opposite of someone thrifty is a spendthrift yeah So that has been something that has actually been really good for me, knowing that you trust me. I haven't spent money where if I had to answer to you, I might Mm. have. Just that little rebellious sort of streak. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not someone who enjoys being told what to do or having to answer to someone, which is part of the reason we're going into business because I I don't play well with others. (laughs) (laughs) You're just too independent. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Strong, independent woman. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I mean, it's it's definitely, I, I wish I wasn't like that. You know, I, I do wish I could just mm. work for someone else and do it. But I so think, much easier. <laughs> I, think, I think the trend of people starting their own business and doing everything shows that not many people can do it that well. So I don't, I shouldn't feel too bad. But yeah. So just now that we're getting sort of partway through the last half of the episode, that is the system that we used when we were getting paid by employers' regular paychecks. Since we've been freelancers and had to set up our own business accounts and have been getting income 
sporadically. We've had to change it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we are on, in Australia, we have unemployment benefits. We do get those at the moment, but we're on a program designed for people who are starting their own business and they do give us a little bit but it is just enough it's enough to live on while we don't have enough of an income while we're starting our business yeah it's absolutely amazing that this is even a thing to be honest Mm. because it does let a lot of people who would otherwise never be able to afford Mm. to forego a regular job and start their own business even if they have an amazing business idea. It's a, it's a, it's amazing actually because it means that we get the opportunity to start our own business where a lot of people in places where we they don't have unemployment benefits or you know they have families to support they wouldn't have that option. Yeah. So we feel very lucky to be able to do this. And we also wanted to talk about this because I feel like in the business sphere, if you're listening and you're someone who is trying to start your own business and feeling the pinch and wondering why everyone who you can see who's in business is doing so well, hello, they're not. (laughs) Probably not. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like... That's the worst thing about social media is it's so easy to fake it. They're talking the talk to try and, I guess, manifest the the actual yeah. thing. Whether so, that works or not is a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. It's it's your journey and it's okay to be struggling. Even I, I watched um, or I was reading about Vanessa Lau, who I've I've never followed her before. I actually don't know that much about her. I know she started out as a YouTuber. But she was in a corporate business getting a regular paycheck. Like a lot of people didn't want to be running that rat race anymore. So she quit her job. And her first attempt at being a freelancer failed. And she ended up working nights in a cafe to make ends meet until her business started her new business idea started taking off Mm. it's okay to not have a lot of money while you're doing this um you don't need to be successful straight away quote-unquote overnight success because they don't exist no yeah and um i think the book we were listening to is an audiobook called profit first yes so that is the system that we've implemented now which is specifically for business owners who are trying to earn a living through their business yeah um and pay all their own bills not just their business bills which is us exactly yes uh so his theory is pay yourself first and then pay the bills of the business which is completely different to what they teach you in anywhere like business else. school or any, like yeah, anywhere they, else they yeah. always teach you to pay all of your bills and then whatever's left over is profit so it's taking a little bit of practice we're not the whole way through it yet uh, because like we said the income from the business isn't fully regular yet but we have definitely made a lot of progress yeah with that in the last few weeks and we've got a few changes happening so we'll probably update you guys on the free freelancing and business side of it a little later a yeah. little later but we wanted to touch on it because we didn't want to make it sound like in this episode we've got all of our money squared issues away. sorted out yeah. and squared <laughs> away and we've got it all looked after and we don't have to worry about it it's definitely not the case no we're still we're still working on it like it's it's a work in progress for sure but i think our main motivation for talking about it was because money is a big real issue in a lot of relationships yeah. People, the reason we talked about our hangups first and didn't just go straight into our system is because I think people forget to talk about the hangups. They forget to talk about all the emotions around money and how that affects the way you interact with your partner when it comes to money. Money was the reason we had that big meltdown fight. 100%. Like, 
it was part of the reason anyway, like yeah. a big part. Yeah, a big part, yeah. Money does break people up. I, I'm sick of everyone being like, money doesn't matter, money's not everything. It's like, well, it's not. But until we start normalizing the feelings that people have around money and normalizing the fact that, yes, money is important. Why are we forced into jobs and why are we, you know, told we have to go to uni to get better jobs if money isn't important? If money wasn't important, then everyone would just be doing whatever they wanted. Yeah. You know? Like, we live in a capitalist society mm. and good, bad or whatever doesn't matter that's the society we live in and that's what that's what society runs on it runs on money you have to have money to live mm. if you don't that's it you may as well crawl up on the side of the road and die yeah that sounds really harsh but that's what capitalist society tells you mm. so exactly like you were saying don't listen to that story that people are telling you that Money doesn't matter because it does. I do just want to point out the reason I really love Rich Dad Poor Dad is for two very important lessons in it. There's a table in it that teaches you what assets and liabilities are. Spoiler alert. Your home is not an asset. It is a liability because it costs you money. Anything that is an asset makes you money. Anything that is a liability costs you money. Car, house, any sort of loan or anything like that. A liability. A business that you own outright and is making you money. That's an asset kind of thing. The second biggest thing that I loved from Rich Dad Poor Dad was money is not real. It doesn't exist. Not nowadays. Not in the in the digital currency world. And I'm not talking Bitcoin. I'm talking like internet banking and stuff like that. It's literally just a number. It's an electronic number. It doesn't exist. Highly recommend going and reading that chapter from Rich Dad Poor Dad because it's brilliant and explains it so much better than I ever could. Yeah, because I, I don't know if I agree with that because even though, yes, it's not a tangible thing, it still very much exists because it's... if that bank account says zero, yeah. <laughs> you don't have a house, you don't Definitely. have food. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, I guess, I guess a, a, better, a better way of putting it is it is it's not a tangible thing. It's an agreement between you and the government. That's how much currency you have to use at any given time. Mm. It's an agreement. If I give you a $100 note and, say, and, and tell you that that $100 note is worth $5 between you and me, are you going to spend it with me or are you going to spend it somewhere else? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that being said, if I give you a $5 note and tell you it's worth $100 between you and me, where are you going to spend that? Mm. Right here. Yeah. That's, it's, it's that agreement and how much that thing is worth. It's not a tangible thing. It's just an agreement between you and the government. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend that book just for those two lessons. Everything else is a bit meh, but those two lessons are brilliant. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, we digress. Sorry. Um, the point <laughs> of going through and talking about our money wasn't just to be oversharing millennials. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> um, it was to just show that it's okay to have issues with money and to use the communication. Can we harp on about communication Any on this more. podcast yeah. enough? <laughs> but it is so important. Use that communication. Use your words to build a system that works for you. We love barefoot. You might love barefoot. You might hate barefoot. And you know, either like, one's fine. You might need profit first because you might be a struggling business owner in the middle of COVID-19. Like... Or you might be a hugely success successful business owner and Profit First might make you even more successful. Mm. Or it may not. Yeah. Find something that works for you, I yeah. guess. And yeah. don't let money be the reason your relationship breaks down. Yeah, it's a huge thing. Like, set boundaries, set a system in place at the start and communicate around it and communicate your hang-ups. Yeah. You know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be uncomfortable. You are still, like, what, we've been together five years yeah. Married nearly three. Yeah. You're still f figuring them out. Yeah. 
You know, we've only put that Adam doesn't look at the bank account rule in place in the last few months. Probably, you know, yeah. F- before three, that, three before months. that, you were checking it compulsively. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is why we worked out, okay, maybe you need to not look I, at it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's an ongoing thing, as always, as with all relationships, but we just wanted to normalise talking about it, talking about your hang-ups, yeah. and normalise having a system, and no shame around it. Yeah. No shame around not having it. Yeah, because if you've never read these books, if you've never even thought about it, because we're not taught about it, how are you going to know? Mm. You know? Yeah, and we're not taught. That's no. another thing that we're not taught. And maybe we'll do an episode on that one yeah, day because we'll that's something that we'll, I love we'll do, talking about. <laughs> we'll do a whole episode series on the downfalls of the current education system because, oh boy, do I have some thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. I hope that you're feeling a bit better. If you are feeling stressed about money, that's okay. Because same. <laughs> yeah. And we hope you enjoyed it. Please let us know if you enjoyed this style of tandem episodes and yeah. listening to something a little bit more, I guess, logistical from us instead of, yeah, the, instead of... the touchy-feely stuff. Yeah. <laughs> touchy-feely? I don't know. Touchy-feely's fine. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, have a great week, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you really loved it, what you can do to help us out is share it with your friends or on your socials. Everyone loves a really good show recommendation and if you do decide to share us online, we'd love if you could tag us. Thanks so much. The darker the times are, the darker the humour becomes.